let's go on to god's word this morning while we celebrate uh, republic day we want to greet you all a happy republic day uh, the day where we truly celebrate um the constitution of our country and that which came into effect uh, on the 26th of january 1950 replacing the government of india act of 1935 as the governing document of india the constitution was adopted by the indian constituent assembly on 26 november 1949 and came into effect on the 26th january of 1950 with a democratic government system completing the country's transition towards becoming an independent republic 26 january was chosen as the republic day because it was on this day in 1929 when declaration of indian independence purna swaraj was proclaimed by the indian national congress as opposed to the dominion status offered by the british regime and so it's important that we truly thank god for the independence the freedom that we have as a sovereign uh, secular democratic republic and that is a very important thing that we as christians uh, and not just christians but as indian christians can we repeat that indian christians you know hold firmly to next to the word of god it is uh, the land that we live in that god has given to us and the constitution of this nation which was uh, pinned down uh, based on the biblical uh, law which came from the british law and so the meaning of the republic is a state in which supreme power is held by the people and their elected representatives and which has an elected or nominated president rather than a monarch in many nations there are presidents and prime ministers and democratic systems applied for uh, electing their representatives but yet run like a dictatorial uh, form of governance and sometimes which results in the killing uh, and the execution of mass numbers of large numbers of uh, minority communities and if you visit many nations in our own neighborhood take for example sri lanka it was just last week that the president who is uh, uh, you know who's now elected who's part of the uh, family uh, that was in power when the last leg of the war happened uh, about a decade ago it was th- it is this president who declared this week saying the many thousands of tamils who went missing who were lured and taken away by officials and uh, military forces saying that they will be kept safe as just said given the uh, you know the, the the statement that was given by the president said that they are all dead the thousands who were taken and who were thought to be just missing and whose families were eagerly waiting in expectation believing that they are alive somewhere some day they will come back home they were just given the news report and a statement made by the president saying they are all dead this is the kind of a world we live in this is the kind of evil that man can uh, you know meet out to one another in the name of caste religion color creed and many other divisions and so we need to reaffirm and understand this morning that the fundamental rights of the constitution are to be celebrated thank god that we have the fundamental rights thank god for those who put down the constitution so well who said there's a right to to equality there is a right to freedom there's a right against exploitation there's a right to freedom of religion cultural and educational rights right to constitutional remedies these are fundamental rights of the constitution that any one of us can claim and are privileged to enjoy which have been handed down to us by those who penned down the constitution and today on this republic day this is what we is being celebrated and because of these rights you and i have an access to good education 
you and i have the freedom to come to church this morning because of these rights you and i have the freedom to express our views on social media and public domain although some of those things are coming under great attack today you and i have the right to enjoy and celebrate our divisive or, or our different cultures not divisive but different cultures a different colors if you go to kerala it would be the great festival of onam if you go to if you come to tamil nadu it is a great festival of last week's pongal if you go to each state there is something unique that a state celebrates colors smells food and cultures languages we have the freedom to eat what we want to eat although sometimes in some places you don't have the freedom or that freedom is coming under attack some people might want to strictly go vegetarian some people may just want to go completely strictly non vegetarian some people may strictly want to go pork and beef <clears throat> this is the meaning of republic this is the meaning of what we celebrate this day as a nation but the current situation in india is very swiftly changing far beyond what we can think or imagine and towards the close of this last year of course we many of us and around the country around the world celebrated uh, two great festivals and greeted one another by saying merry christmas and a happy new year but many people in this nation could only say merry crisis and a happy new fear which is a reality in the lives of many people reason being the economy is down to 5% from what it was to 8% or 7.2% averaging around that a year back automobile industry is down about 30% farmers suicides annually count to account to over 10000 farmers in this country who commit suicide because their crops failed or they could not pay back their debts there are protests countrywide today in the last one month we have seen so many people hurt and killed because they stood up to protect and guard the constitution of this nation and the unrest around the country it is it is more safer to be a cow than a muslim thousands laid off in different companies all across this country many people have lost their jobs many people have lost their livelihoods there are rape victims amounting to about over 32000 in a nation, in a in a year 32000 rape victims known uh and those which who that have come to light those that have been reported 32000 we live in a honor shame culture where most people will not report it even if they are victims and even if they are subjected and continually subjected to be victims there are fear among many minority communities dalits and many other minorities are fleeing muslims are found to be quickly withdrawing their monies at atms in some locations this last week dr subramanya swami a very renowned uh, harvard scholar and a professor who's gone wild called for the replacement of gandhi's photo in our currency notes just recently saying if you replace it with the picture of the goddess of money and i do not like to name the name of that goddess on this pulpit on the sacred pulpit he said the economy will improve if you replace the photo of gandhi with the photo of that goddess of money all political leaders of jammu and kashmir were kept hostage house arrest and communications completely cut off in the valley for several months freedom has been taken away the freedom of media has come under attack faidus is one of the leading voices of our times who spoke against and called to question the government suddenly with no explanation left mainstream media it speaks of something honest ias officers quit their jobs when article 370 was invoked on kashmir and its status was changed please go and watch the news 
for those music sorry news illiterates watch the news constitution of india is under attack situation in india is not as it used to be abide with me was scheduled to be dropped but because of men like gopal krishna gandhi it was brought back and mr rajiv chaladurai a leading a uh, man of god and a professional in the corporate world of this country texted me a message a forward which has been going viral calling for all churches to sing this hymn on this day and asking for god to abide with india texted me that forward and i responded back to him saying more bizarre things are coming and quoted dr somi's call to replace gandhi's photo on the currency notes and he responded back and i quote mr rajiv he said madness but let's combat this demonic oppression through united and persistent prayer he called it madness and so i titled this morning's message stop the madness combat the madness stop the madness combat this madness jeremiah had to combat this madness daniel combated this madness moses combated this madness sometimes we completely as christians disengage ourselves from what is going on in the political arena and the economy of our nation but it's important that we understand that the scripture in scripture we find men of god who are combating the madness of their own nations and so this morning turn with me to jeremiah chapter 6 and verses 16 and 17 this firstly i'm going to address bring to our notice the madness of the people of god before we go into the madness of the people of the world in jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 16 it's important that we talk about all kinds of madness this morning Jeremiah 6 and verse 16 and 17 this is what the lord says stand at the crossroads and look ask for the ancient paths ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls but you said speaking to the people of god but you said we will not walk in it that is the madness of the people of god where they will not walk they will not be willing to walk in the ways of the lord i appointed watchmen over you and said listen to the sound of the trumpet but you said we will not listen the people of god say we will not walk in the ways of the lord we will not listen to the voice of the trumpet a voice of trumpet the sound of trumpet is a sound of warning a sound of the coming disaster a warning of a coming disaster this is the madness of the people of god and jeremiah's prophecy and prediction was completely in contradiction to the prophets of his day hear me well jeremiah's prophecy and predictions were completely in contradiction to the popular prophets and the popular message of the day and so is our message this morning as we listen to the word of god as we open up scriptures and in the context of what is happening in our nation we reflect and see what does the scripture say in a similar context it would be wisdom to look into the scriptures and search the scriptures and see what is what was the word of god to the people of god and to the nations at such a time of such kind which was theirs as now is for us jeremiah 6:16 and 17 talks about how the people of god the madness of the people of god where they say we will not walk in the ways of god we will not listen to the voice of god and quickly we go on to the madness of the enemy god was sending against the people of god and the madness of the enemy sent by god to our doorstep i call it the madness of the enemy sent by god to our doorstep and that is exactly what is happening to us today and let's read jeremiah chapter 6 same chapter verse 22 to 26 can we switch off this fan someone this is what the lord says look an army is coming from the land of the north a great nation is being stirred up from the ends of the earth 
right at the beginning when God called Jeremiah to be a prophet to the nations, he gave him a vision and said, what do you see, Jeremiah? And he said, I see a pot. He said, it's tilting from the north. And so right from the beginning, this was the prophecy that Jeremiah, the message, the central theme of Jeremiah's message was to talk about a coming disaster that was coming upon the people of God. And this is what he says in verse 22 to 26. Look, an army is coming from the land of the north. A great nation is being stirred up from the ends of the earth. They are armed with bow and spear. They are cruel and show no mercy. Does it ring a bell? They sound like the roaring sea as they ride on their horses. They come like men in battle formation to attack you. Daughter Zion, we have heard reports about them. Are you hearing the news? I just read some of the gist of the news of recent times, just a few minutes ago. We have heard reports about them. We are reading reports. We are watching the news. And you hear the reports about them. And our hands and hang limp. Anguish has gripped us. Pain like that of a woman in labor. Do not go out to the fields or walk on the roads for the enemy has a sword and there is terror on every side. The enemy has a sword and there is terror on every side. You cannot even go on the fields, walk on the roads. It's not safe for women. It's more safer to be a cow than a woman in this country. Put on sackcloth, my people, and roll in ashes. Mourn with bitter wailing as for an only son, for suddenly the destroyer will come upon us. Suddenly there are laws. Suddenly the, the value of the money, currency notes that you have in your hands loses its value suddenly. You know what I'm talking about? It's called demonetization. All 500 rupee notes Thousand rupee notes, right? Sorry? 500 and? 2000? 1000. You see, human memory is so short. Lost its value. We were sitting in Brother Anthony's house and praying with them. We come out and we see crowds outside ATMs. And then we see news reports saying, Money, all those currencies lose its value from next morning, from midnight of that night. Suddenly, the destroyer will come upon us. Everything that you read in scripture is simply what we are witnessing right now and experiencing in our land. Do you understand what I'm talking about? The madness of the enemy was sent by God to our doorstep. It was so for the people of God back then. People prayed. Churches prayed. Evangelists prophesied that this government will not come to power. But even after the greatest amount of prayers that was raised to stop this government from being elected, this party from being elected, if they get elected and they come to power, I believe it is nothing but God's doing. That God is sovereign. He would even override our prayer and do what he wants. He is God. We can wish. We can pray. We might want something else. But what God sends, he will send. But there is a madness in this enemy. There is madness among the people of God. There is madness in the enemy that God sends. The madness of the people of God is... They say, we will not walk in your way. We will not listen to you. No one listens. No one wants to look for the ways of God. All are looking for personal gain. Verse 10 and 11, in the same chapter. To whom can I speak and give warning? God is saying, whom can I? He's searching for people to whom he can speak to and give a warning. Can we say, Lord, here we are. We are ready to listen. Amen. He's looking. To whom can I speak and give warning? Who will listen to me? Oh, we already read in verse 16. They said, we will not walk in it. We will not listen in verse 17. 
And so God is yearning. He's looking for a people. He's looking for years. He's looking for hearts. He's looking for people who will listen. In verse 10 and 11, to whom can I speak and give warning? Who will listen to me? Their ears are closed so they cannot hear. The word of the Lord is offensive to them. They find no pleasure in it. But I am full of the wrath of the Lord. Jeremiah is saying, and I cannot hold it in. Sometimes men of God will be filled with the wrath of God. And they cannot hold it in. When you go into scriptures and listen to the voice of God that comes through the word of God so powerfully and you see where people say we will not listen, we will not walk in it. A prophet will be filled with the wrath of God because he carries the heart of God. But I am full of the wrath of the Lord and I cannot hold it in. Pour it out on the children in the street and on the young men gathered together. Both husband and wife will be caught in it and the old those weighed down with years. Who will listen? He's asking. God is crying out this morning saying, Who will listen? Their ears are closed so they cannot hear. Verse 16, come down to verse 16. No one wants to look for the ways of God. We looked at it. We will not walk in it, they said. Verse 13 and 14. Go up, 13, 14. All are looking for personal gain. From the least to the greatest, all are greedy for gain. Prophets and priests alike are all practice deceit. They dress the wound of my people as though it were not so serious. Peace, peace, they say, when there is no peace. Peace, peace, they say, when there is no peace. It's easy to stand up this morning and give a three-point sermon which says, peace, prosperity, promotion. You want me? I can change that sermon right now and speak on those three things. Anyone who is used to preaching can say anything from scriptures. You just need to have the memory power to pick verses from scriptures and you can say whatever you want. And it's easy to speak a message where at the end of it you will applaud me and say, oh, nice message. Peace, prosperity, promotion. What nice three Ps. But the peace and the three Ps will be go in pieces. The peace that we talk about and the three peace that we also say can ultimately go into pieces. But we want to speak to people and we want to speak what God wants to speak and we want people to hear what God is speaking. Amen. Hallelujah. God is saying, who will listen? To whom can I speak and give warning? Who will listen to me? All, from the least to the greatest, all are greedy for gain. Prophets and priests are like all practice deceit. They look at the sins of the people. They look at the consequences of the sins of the people and say, oh, it's nothing, it's, it'll all be all right. You know, you just keep going as you want. You just don't even come to church, it's okay. You don't even pray, it's okay. You know, God is so loving, God is so gracious. You know, he will bless you. Oh, don't worry, you know, he will bless you like never before. More than last year, this year will be a great blessing for you. Whatever you have not seen last year, you will see this year. God will bless you this year. Oh, such a nice message. Oh, how comforting it is. We can keep speaking peace, peace and nice sermons. But God is calling us to listen to him. Let us not falsely assume that, you know, if we just say God is good, God is good and we keep singing God is good, it'll all become good. But God wants us to listen and walk in his ways. He's given us his requirements. The one thing that Jeremiah was calling the people of God to listen to was the requirements of God. It's more important to you know, pay attention to the requirements and the expectations of God than to focus on the promises of God. If you, if you fix your life and please God and if you walk in the ways of God and if you fulfill his requirements, his promises will only follow you. It cannot but be fulfilled in your life. You get what I'm talking about? Amen. From the least to the greatest, all are looking for personal gain, not willing to lose personal gain to preach and enforce the truth. To preach and enforce the truth. 
this cause of preaching the truth, practicing the truth has to be something that we need to hold on to firmly. Listening to the truth, obeying the truth, they can't pick the cost because they won't count the cost. They can't pick this cost of listening to the truth, obeying the truth because they won't count the cost. Jesus paid the price for our sins. But to be a disciple of Jesus, we will also have to pay a price to be a follower of Jesus. And that's not a very pleasant message to listen to. Jesus died for us, but there is also the idea of co-death with Christ, to putting ourselves on the cross, denying ourselves, taking up your cross and following Jesus. And that is a true disciple of Jesus. That person is a true disciple of Jesus. And so we can continue to go in our ways. We can be indifferent to the word of God. We can be indifferent to, you know, the teachings of scriptures. We can just, you know, live a happy, jolly going life. A life which is filled with worldliness. A life which is filled with pleasures of this world. A life which is filled with how can we please people. A life which is prayerless. A life which is without the word of God. A life which is without, without the meditation of God's word. A life which is without the fellowship of God's people. A life which is without the gathering of prayer. Together to pray. We can keep going our own way. And we are calling out to the people of God. To turn away from the madness. And because of the madness. That is found in the people of God where they say we will not listen. How much ever you say, how much ever you call for us to pray, we will not do it. How much ever you call for us to turn away from wicked ways, we will not turn away. Because the people of God are found in their madness. The madness of the enemy that is sent by God has come to the doorstep of the people of God. Every Christian in this nation has to turn to God. Every Christian in every church has to turn to God. Every man of God has to turn to God. Every priest and prophet has to turn to God. The central message of the prophets of old was not to predict the future as in a foretelling alone, but it is to call people back to God. Call people back to God. That is the central message of the prophets. And don't get deceived by predictions of today's prophets. They can't pick the cost because they won't count the cost. Who will stop this madness? What will stop this madness? I began by saying the title of this message is called Combat the Madness. What can we do to combat the madness? How can we combat all of this madness? Number one, from Jeremiah. God's men need to go on bended knees with mended hearts. Two things there. God's men need to go on bended knees and mended hearts. Jeremiah chapter 5 and verse 3, bended knees. Lord, do not your eyes look for truth. You struck them but they felt no pain. You crushed them but they refused correction. They made their faces harder than stone and refused to repent. What is alarming is when people of God, after they have been through suffering because of the consequences of their own sin and of their own negligence, even after they suffer in their life, suffer losses, suffer with sicknesses, suffer with, you know, things that they want but they don't get. They continually suffer but yet they will not change. Yet they will not repent. Yet they will not come and pray. Yet they will not read the word of God. Yet they will not obey. That is the most dangerous and a sad place to be in. That after we have been suffering, after things have gone wrong in our life, we have still not turned to God. That is the saddest 
and the worst place to be in. And so God is telling them to repent. In that verse he says, do not your eyes look for truth. You struck them but they felt no pain. You crushed them but they refused correction. They made their faces harder than stone and refused to repent. In the worst crisis, they will not come to church. When they need God the most, when they need prayer the most, when they need comfort and help and support the most, they will not come to church. This is happening even today. This is happening in today's Christian world. And so God is calling for people to go on bended knees. They're refusing to repent, but God's expectation is for us to repent. What will stop this madness? How can we combat the madness of the enemy? How can we combat the madness of our own selves? It's when we come on bended knees. When God's men go on bended knees and mended hearts, when their hearts change, Jeremiah chapter 5 and verse 1, go up and down the streets of Jerusalem. Look around and consider. Search through her scares. If you can find but one person who deals honestly and seeks the truth, I will forgive the city. The city has a way to be healed. This nation has a way to be healed. There's a way we can deal with this madness. There's a way we can combat the attacks of the enemy. If we will mend our hearts. He's looking for one person who will deal honestly and who seeks the truth. Who will have integrity of heart. Who will sincerely seek the Lord. Who will sincerely abide by the truths and the teachings of scriptures. The principles of the word of God. God is saying, I will forgive the city. How can we combat this madness? Go on bended knees and mended hearts. Chapter 5, verse 24 and 25. They do not say to themselves, let us fear the Lord our God who gives autumn and spring rains in season. You see, they are not saying, let's fear the Lord. God is giving us autumn rains. Spring rains in season. He's blessing us seasonally. Month after month, he's providing our needs. Time after time, he's healing our sicknesses. Time after time, he's saving us from all kinds of chaos and confusion and problems. Time after time, he's helping us to resolve our problems. But they are not saying, let's fear the Lord our God who gives us autumn and spring rains in season, who assures us of the regular weeks of harvest. He is assuring us of regular blessings in its own times. And we have been enjoying it. Isn't it true? Amen? Aren't you getting paid month after month? Is there not food on your table? Amen? Has not God been taking care of us regularly? Yes. But they do not say, oh, he's been assuring us of all of this, so let's say, let's fear the Lord. They do not say that to themselves. And so God is calling them to mend their hearts. And so God's men need to bend their knees and mend their hearts. And if they will do that, by that, we can combat this madness. Amen. He's saying, I will forgive the city. If one person will seek the truth, if one person will deal honestly, if they say to themselves, come, let's fear the Lord. Let's walk in his ways. Let's listen to the Lord. God is saying, I will forgive. The sins of this land are many. Uncountable. Quickly, number two. We looked at Jeremiah. To con- How did the Jeremiah's message to combat the madness was to go on bended knees and have mended hearts. Number two. In the time of Nebuchadnezzar, a similar situation. A man who suddenly would bring a law, (laughs) set up a huge statue. Do you know we are also in the culture of setting up statues? Should be proud of it. Set up a huge statue and said, if anyone does not bow down to it or worship it, that person will be thrown into burning furnace. Here you go. God makes the evil man go mad. To combat the madness, 
the madness of the man will be dealt by his own by making him go mad <laughs> that's what god did he made nebuchadnezzar go mad but we got twins here god can make make the twins also go mad no problem one or two he can deal with anybody another one is not a big difficulty for him amen he can go people go mad daniel chapter 4 verse 30 to 33 daniel chapter 4 verse how to combat this madness god will combat the madness by sending madness and making the man go mad daniel 4 30 to 33 he said nebuchadnezzar is nebuchadnezzar this is what he said is not this the great babylon i have built as a royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty anybody who asserts excessive authority and glories in it god will not think twice to deal with it even as the words were on his lips a voice from heaven said this is what is decreed for you king nebuchadnezzar your royal authority has been taken from you you will be driven away from the people and will live with the wild animals you will eat grass like the ox seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the most high is sovereign over all kingdoms on earth and gives them to anyone he wishes immediately what had been said about nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled immediately the moment the words came out of his lips there was a voice from heaven when anybody boasts in his own glory of the authority that he has and speech after speech in maidan after maidan god is watching immediately what has been said about nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled he was driven away from people and ate grass like the ox his body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like the feathers of an eagle and his nails like the claws of a bird this is not symbolic this is literal literally god made him become like an animal god made him go mad God will combat the madness by sending making the man mad. Hallelujah. When they exalt themselves, when they elevate themselves, when they crush everybody else, when they crush everybody else's voice, when all the freedom is crushed, God will keep watching. God will allow them to go to the top to the pinnacle of their success. He will allow them. That's what he did with Pharaoh also. Don't you know that repeatedly in the scriptures the Bible says that God hardened the heart of Pharaoh it is not that God Pharaoh was a very godly man who was really seeking to please God and to do the will of God and God was just hardening his heart and just pushing him away and saying you know you become like a devil while he was sincerely seeking God he himself was an ungodly man raised up for such a time as this and God gave him that space and position and when he did not want to let the people go god the little word the hebrew meaning there is god strengthened his assertion to not let the people go that is where it's what it means when it says sometimes the hebrew uh, meaning does not get exactly captured when it comes to the english translation the idea there is when god hardened the heart of pharaoh it is where god you know strengthened his evil ways and say come on do it even more allowed him to grow in the resolve of his own sin hardened his heart and so he would not let the people go he would oppress the people even more and 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 when men begin to go in their evil ways god strengthens their evil ways <laughs> he'll take them right to the top and then hit them on the head in freddy joseph's words mele kondu poi aapoyipar the reason why nebuchadnezzar was raised up to power why did he come and oppress the people of israel why did he come and take the people of israel captive because they were disobeying the law of god and so they were banished from israel 
the disobedience to the law and the requirements of god resulted the effect of that the cause was that they disobeyed god and so god allowed a evil kingdom to come and take possession of them and to take them as prisoners to babylon the cause was that you know they disobeyed the law of god and the effect was death trap laws which nebuchadnezzar brought you get what i'm saying there's a because of a cause there is an effect right science students anybody here when there's a cause there is a effect the cause was that they disobeyed the law of god the effect was that death trap laws were brought in by nebuchadnezzar he said if you don't fall before this idol and worship i will put you in a death trap burning furnace today death trap laws are brought about because the people of god disobey the word of god and so it's important for us to realize that we need to bend our hearts bend our knees and mend our hearts and when we do that god will make the evil man go mad hallelujah because there was a one man called daniel because there were three men called shadrach meshach and abednego because there were few men who sought the lord few men who prayed sincerely few men who said we will not bow down to it even if you throw us into the furnace a god is well able to deliver us but even if he does not deliver us we will not bow down to this idol and because there were men who did not defile them themselves with sin men who did not defile themselves by bowing down to everything if you don't stand for something you will fall for everything if you don't stand for something you will fall for everything so don't go and bow down to everybody and everything and don't live out of fear live out of faith hallelujah hallelujah you your boss might say you will lose your job live in faith amen don't live out of fear your husband may say he will throw you out live out of faith not out of fear amen hallelujah your parents may say you have to get out of the house live out of faith not out of fear amen that is what christian life is all about amen that's why i'm saying don't get be don't be deceived by the message of the so called prophets how popular they may be saying peace 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 blessing 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 it's a false message the message that the people of god need to listen today is to walk in the ways of god because christians in this country have not been walking in the ways of god there's all kinds of sin even within the people of god there is you know adultery there is immorality there is uh, you know premarital sex there is uh, uh, adultery there is uh, divorce there is you know all kinds of evil witchcrafts done against one another there is all kinds of sin all kinds of disputes and politics and rivalry and divisions among the people of god in elections of committees of bishops the people of god need to turn to god in this nation i'm talking about churches across the nation there are some who are good i'm not saying everybody is a false prophet i'm not saying every church is bad i'm not saying every pastor is living for selfish gain there are men and women of god who sacrificially serve god but predominantly there is so much of madness among the people of god in this country that has to be dealt with and the prophets need to be need to be prophesying and saying turn to god return to god return to god amen but today what you will hear popularly on television is peace peace blessing blessing give 50 dollars you will get 50 blessings in 52 days I feel like breaking the television when I watch that. Because the people of God did not walk in the ways of God. Israel was taken captive by Nebuchadnezzar, but because of a few good men. Hallelujah. Would you and I be the few godly people who will truly seek the Lord, who will say, "Lord, we are willing to listen, Lord." When God is saying, "Who listened to the warning that I give?" 
would you and i be those people who will say lord if you're giving us a warning we are willing ready to listen and we want to come with bended on bended knees and mend our hearts before you if you will say that god will bring madness among the the madness of this nation he will make the man go mad the one who brings the madness amen that's what god did because of a few people who stood for the lord shadrach meshach and abednego were thrown into the burning furnace daniel was thrown into the lions den you see you sometimes we may have to go into it you have to go through the furnace you have to go through the fire you have to go through the floods you have to go into the lions den but right there when you're still been sincerely seeking and with bend, mend, bended knees and mended heart if you stand for the lord what happens is that god will bind the mouth of the lion the miracle did not happen outside the lions den it happened inside the lions den the miracle did not happen outside the furnace it did not stop them from going to the furnace it happened within the furnace hallelujah hallelujah and so god will deal with people god made the man go mad and made him to acknowledge that he is the living god how to combat this madness in our nation number 3 god manifests his might by miracles through his men god manifests his might by miracles through his men that's the way god combated the madness of pharaoh when moses would go at the command of god and ask let our people go that they may go for 3 days and worship he would say oh you want to go i will remove the raw materials that are supplied to you you have to go find the raw material and do more uh, produce more bricks and they were subjected to greater slavery the more they wanted relief the more they ended up with slavery that's what's happening today also the more the people protest the more the fellow says you protest how much ever you want you protest but we will not revoke what we have decided exactly word for word what happened in in the biblical times are exactly the same thing that happens today it's important that we understand the times like the men of isakar the men of isakar discerned the times in reflection to scriptures we need to discern the times and see what was the solution what brought the answers what stopped the madness what led to the combating of the madness in the scriptures and you find god manifests his might by miracles in the presence of pharaoh you know what was the cause here why pharaoh oppressed the people of israel it was not because of their sin it was just because they were growing in numbers numerically if you read in the first chapter of exodus you will find just the fact that the people of israel who came as 70 in 400 years they've grown so large that the man felt a perceived threat it was his perception it was not a real threat the people of israel had not grouped and they did not come and say we will come and fight and overthrow you but it was a perceived threat a perception of threat and that's exactly which is happening even today everywhere all the low caste all the adivasis all the dalits all kinds of people you know who who were considered the untouchables and kept under their oppression are all turning to christ and now receiving education and health care and beginning to grow in their economy in their education and in their life and social economic the socio economic status is changing and beginning to become better and so now they cannot keep them under their control and so what has happened there's a fear there's a threat <laughs> and so some funding that comes for the education of small children in villages are stopped why because if those children get educated they will no longer a barber's son will not be a barber huh? the dobi son will not be a dobi the one who cleans septic tanks will not continue the same trade 
ignorance and you know uh, illiteracy kept some to be very powerful over others and so now education is reaching everybody through christian work people are becoming better they're growing in their lives their old cultures are changing the gospel delivers people from bondages of the mind and when god looks at man and woman equally and so both are getting equal status and they're being respected and accepted in society and so women cannot be subjected to them anymore see it's disturbing all those structures which help them to suppress people and the gospel is liberating people gospel is setting people free not only from sin but it is also changing their life it is changing their social life it is changing the you know uh, superstitious beliefs it's changing the superstitious practices superstitious beliefs and practices could keep people in bondage avayana solralo apdha ella seiyanum ding 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 and whatever the man says has to be done now what happens the gospel comes everybody gets liberated they thinking for themselves they taking their own decisions they not driven by old traditions anymore in you get what i'm talking about they will dig their own wells <laughs> amen they will not feel to be an outcast or an untouchable anymore the mind changes the mind is renewed the life is reformed amen there's a transformation that happens in a person's life and so when communities are getting transformed everywhere in this nation the growing numbers of transformed communities of christ has become a threat and so was for pharaoh the very growth and so first he said to the midwives when they give birth if it's a male child kill that's what pharaoh said but what did the midwives do they feared god and they said they came and gave an excuse oh hebrew women are not like egyptian women they are very strong and so even before we arrive there they already give birth oh sorry sir we can't do anything and so the people of israel multiplied and grew in numbers the gospel is spreading where everywhere in this nation hallelujah and they are not able to find one pope who you know who is central authority for all the christian community whom they can take an arrest like they put chidambaram in jail one popular you know bold voice in opposition take him and put him in no you can't find one pope like that in the christian community because whom to find here you catch one fellow beat up one fellow in one village another fellow in another village is starting one church <laughs> whom to hit whom to attack it's growing everywhere one place they are trying to crush another place it's growing so it's a perceived threat and so was in the time of pharaoh that was a cause it was the threatening growth the threatening growth of the church of jesus in this country attracts attention i mean the answer is the supernatural power of god that was what helped combat pharaoh the supernatural 10 plagues god sent read with me exodus chapter 8 and verse 18 third point is god manifests his might by miracles through his men that is the way we can combat this madness we need to see more miracles we need to ask god for supernatural things to happen exodus chapter 8 and verse 18 and 19 but when the magicians tried to produce gnats by their secret arts remember the many other plagues which earlier god sent the magicians of pharaoh sorcerers magicians they were able to perform the same things that moses did by the power of god sometimes you might wonder and see oh miracles are happening by the power of jesus and they are also testifying about miracles in the names of something else oh what is this they are also sharing testimony i went to ashram and i got healed some of you might be very troubled and worried oh what about our jesus 
that's what happened when god told him put the staff iron staff and will become a serpent it became a serpent serpent and the magicians came by their you know magical powers they put a serpent it became a, a staff and they it became a serpent but you know what happened moses is serpent swallowed all the serpents of the magicians that's a power of god moses went out to the nile and made the river nile to become blood and the magicians also came and wherever they also stretched out their staff it became blood it became frogs but when it came to the gnats god gives them some okay poor fellows let them also do something ting 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 something let them also do <laughs> he allows them to use some power some demonic powers allow and then after a while he catches them hallelujah that's always god's strategy even the devil will think that he won the world the devil thought you know when jesus was hungry and he came to tempt jesus he thought he won over jesus oh this is the moment let me tempt him if you are the son of god make these stones to become bread he is hungry no he will obey the devil he said you know showing all the kingdoms of the world if you bow down to me i will give you all the kingdoms of the world he thought of tempting jesus so jesus also allowed the tempter to come and tempt but there came a time when god caught the devil he quoted the word of god hallelujah read here with me in exodus 8 it was 18 and 19 but when the magicians tried to produce gnats by their secret arts they could not since the gnats were on people and animals everywhere the magicians said to pharaoh this is the finger of god the magicians when they tried to produce gnats by their secret arts verse 18 they could not hallelujah the power of god is always greater than the power of the devil hallelujah god has allowed the devil to you know have his way and his power for some time but he has ultimate destiny for the devil he has a day when the devil and his demons will be thrown to the lake of fire and bound and thrown to the lake of fire forever and ever and all sin and evil and the devil will be put to an end once and for all there's a final destiny that has been planned for the devil but until then the devil will also try to do his best as much as possible to harm the people of god but when the magicians tried to produce gnats by their secret arts they could not since the gnats were on people and animals and everywhere the magician said to pharaoh this is the finger of god hallelujah hallelujah they may come to power by magical powers sorceries and witchcrafts but there will come a time when they cannot prevail the magical arts the magical powers the witchcraft the sorcery will fail one day they will attempt using it against the people of god and it will fail when they come into confrontation with the people of god it will fail hallelujah hallelujah because he who touches you touches the apple of his eye amen and so this is the finger of god they said and god sends 10 plagues and finally he put an end to pharaoh in the middle of the sea hallelujah Hallelujah the greatest man on earth was drowning in the sea Amen that's what god does to combat the madness but the point is that we need to go to god with bended knees and mended hearts when god says whom can i speak to we should be at a place where god will say here is a man to whom i can speak to here is a woman i can speak to and he finds at even one he will forgive this land and change the madness that is going on in this nation hallelujah we need to be willing to deal with the madness that is even among us as a people of god and come before god with a bended knees and mend our hearts we pray and be zealous for god as daniel shadrach meshach and abednego and be willing to manifest the power of god like moses did then you will see the madness come to a standstill amen shall we pray father we come before you with humble hearts with bended knees and mended hearts oh god we realize this morning the reality of the great madness 
we realize this morning the dangerous times that we live in we realize the morning this morning lord of the suffering and the pain and the injustice that has been inflicted on people on innocent lives we realize there is madness in this nation oh father and god we pray that you will deliver this nation from the madness of sin and evil injustice and pride lord jesus we pray that you will help us to be your people oh father as few we may be even this morning among us we turn to you with a bended knees and mended hearts oh lord that we will stand as a few like daniel shadrach and meshach and abednego lord with persistent prayer and zeal for god that we will stand up like moses in a foreign land and demonstrate the power of god father we pray that you will raise up the church of jesus in this nation shall we stand lift our hands to the lord and pray for the church of jesus in this nation for every prophet and priest for every person who claims to be a child of god shall we lift our hands and pray god have mercy upon us that the madness that is among us will go father we pray this morning that the madness that has come that has been brought by the enemy allowed by you which is at our doorstep father we pray that you will empower us to deal with this madness to combat this by your power and your might and your strength we are so insignificant and nobody humanly but as your people we are powerful oh god as your people we are more than conquerors oh lord as your people we can pull down the strongholds oh god as your people lord we can crush the works of the enemy oh god for the son of man son of god was manifest to destroy the devil's work for he who is in us is greater than the one who is in the world hallelujah for no weapon formed against you shall prosper no tongue that is raised against you shall stand Father we pray in the name of Jesus that you will raise us up as your people oh father that we will stand before you with bended knees and mended hearts that we will lord arise and lord demonstrate your power hallelujah fill us with the power of the holy spirit that same power of god that rested upon moses rest upon us this morning oh hallelujah that same strength and zeal and tenacity that was lord there in the lives of daniel shadrach meshach and abednego lord shall be upon us oh father this morning oh that we will not bow down hallelujah hallelujah that we will not walk in fear but we walk in courage that we walk in faith oh whether it be a challenge at home whether it be a challenge at workplace whether it be a challenge in the neighborhood hallelujah whether it be a challenge for the gospel or for the truth the lord oh hallelujah we do not want to be ashamed to say that i am a child of god hallelujah hallelujah and so i will not walk in the ways of the lord oh that i will not walk in the ways of the world i will not walk in the ways of sin i will not walk in the ways of the devil but i will walk in the ways of the lord and here i am lord to willing to listen to you father we are willing to listen to you lord when you are seeking for someone to speak to lord we are willing to listen we are willing to listen speak to us oh god that lord because of one man who you search to listen who will listen oh father you will forgive the city lord you will stop the madness you will stop the evil lord you will stop the suffering lord hallelujah help us to be such a people of god oh hallelujah hallelujah not to be deceived oh master oh jesus help us help us help us to understand the mind of christ and the heart of god this morning help us to capture the heart and the thoughts of god lord in such a time like this lord this is how you let your people to combat the madness in their times and so 
we draw inferences principles teaching this morning from your word and we take it dearly to our hearts we take it sincerely to our hearts oh father we stand before you with bended knees and with humble hearts and mended hearts oh god touch us by your spirit let the word continue to burn in our hearts like fire in our bones as it was for jeremiah let the word of god be like fire in our bones let the word of god be fire in our bones we humble ourselves let your name be glorified bless your people oh father help us to stand and be the people of god as great as they were to pull down the greatest kings of old help us also to stand tall as your people to with our heads lifted high not with fear not with shame but to say abide with us lord jesus and so we want to finish this morning time of our gathering by praying abide with us abide with india abide with me abide with india abide with me abide with india let your name be glorified in jesus name we pray